0: Go with me again to the 133rd Psalm. <clears throat> Miss Betty's really ill herself. She slept sitting up last night. What did she sleep? So, we've done everything I said to do. So maybe, maybe it'll end pretty soon. The 133rd Psalm, the Psalm of David, he said, Behold. He said, Look, he said, look here. Look at this. Look at what, look what I'm seeing. The other day I was there and I thought of one time doing this job in the medical center. I was a plumbing and HBA superintendent. Uh, I think we were on the 20th floor of the University of Texas School of Public Health building. <laughs> and it had been raining a while. We were meeting, I think, on the 20th floor, I think it was, building was near finished. And they set this room up and made meeting in it. And We were pretty much through a meeting, but somebody got up and went to the restroom, come back by the window. They said, I wish you would look at this. That's what I thought of when I read this other day. Uh, Of course, everybody had to jump and go look. And when we did look, looked down there and Braze bio wasn't anymore. It's just covered up, flooded the whole medical center. So it was something to behold. Now look at this. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. That's what he wanted them to look at. We look today and, and we wonder even today how that could be even at all because of where we live. We live in a world of so much evil and strife and unrest and and people at one another always, always arguing and fighting and infighting and uh, we wonder how that could be, that there could be such unity. But the unity is among the brethren. And the unity has its Being in Jesus Christ, their head, the brethren look to the head, and they follow after him. We're one with him. So we can unify among ourselves about Jesus Christ. We're not going to ever all see eye to eye on everything. One, like we talked before about the red carpet or whatever, one wants this and one wants that and one wants the other. One time in church, we had two women and uh, they couldn't get the thermometer set right. One, One of them was... Always cold and other than always hot. So they they were back and forth redoing the thermostat constantly, you know. And then the other, it looked like they are trying to shame one another, put a blanket around them, the one that was cold, you know, <laughs> and make it really obvious. But but it, that's the way people are. So we do wonder when we see the unity of the brethren how good it is I think uh, the best picture is painted of that probably as Ezekiel painted it about everything he said there's a wheel and a wheel and the lights and, and the angelic creatures and all and the they, when the Spirit moves, they all move one way. All move together in one direction. Never turning to the right or to the left, brother. just going in one direction. What unity. What unity there is in that. It's a blessed, blessed thing. It, it's It's a true blessing this morning that we can come together here in agreement that God is good all the time, always good. And we can unify around that, and we can praise his name for that because it's all directed by him by his Holy Spirit, that is the unifying factor in the ability of the brethren to come to that unity. How good and how pleasant it is. It kind of makes me think of even back in the Garden of Eden, before Adam and Eve sinned, in the garden were so tranquil, And everything was in in its perfect order. And it hadn't come the first thunderstorm yet. And the dew fell upon the garden and watered it. And there was a certain solemnity there that never has been since. Except in the church. A lot of times the church gets kind of crossways. They need a little teaching to unify and what to unify around. We're told how we ought to act in the church of the living God. It ought to be in unity, in harmony, always looking to our head so that we might know how we ought to act. The pattern is set for us in Jesus Christ. They'd, when Moses was coming out of the wilderness, he was leading the people. And when the cloud moved, they moved. When the cloud stopped, they stopped. So they were following in unity. There was a lot of activity there, by the way. There was a lot of work. A lot of work going on. They had to take the old tent, the tabernacle down, and put it all up. Fold it up and put it up neatly. Carry it to the next place. But when the cloud moved, they moved in unity. So we have our examples all through the Scripture, and we're told what we ought to do. I believe it's in the tenth chapter of the Book of Acts. Don't recall pretty far over in it that it said, "In the, Jesus was anointed, and he went about doing good." So that's what our anointing also is of the Holy Ghost, then that we go about doing good in unity and in harmony without all that fighting and bickering. James warned us of that too, that our beings are are troubled by those things that we, we don't have any business fooling with it at all. We need to let them alone. The worldly things, we need to leave them. There isn't any unity in this world. It, it may appear like it for a short time every once in a while, but there's going to be wars and rumors of wars until the very end. So it's imperative that we follow the pattern that Jesus had set because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And the whole thing is we need to hear what the Spirit saith unto his people and not be a rebellious people, but a people that would bow before the mighty hand of God and walk in unity. Unity. It's like that precious ointment. It's on the head of Aaron. You see, it run down all the way to skirts of his garments. I thought about here that little stream that began at the mercy seat. And it began to flow out of the east gate to the right side of the gate, and it flowed out, and it was just a bare little stream there. A little bitty one. But it kept following it, going in the stream, and it got ankle deep, and then it got on up knee deep, and it got deep. But finally, it got so deep you couldn't cross it. And it flowed, it didn't stop one somewhere in that garment. It flowed all the way to the sea. That's the anointing. It doesn't go part way. I, I read one time a commentary that said it. I think what he said it went down and it just went around the collar of his garment. That isn't what I read. I read that it went all the way to the hem. Of the garment. It flowed all the way to the sea. Healing, a healing stream that healed everything on its way. The anointing, that's what it does also. It heals us. It is a sweet smelling. Savor unto the Lord. This unity. How good and how pleasant it is. There's a certain solemnity always in the church. If it be true. That we're cautioned to be careful. Also. That it would keep that unity. It's been given to us. We ought to guard it with, with all of our might. Yes. Take care to keep the unity of the faith. We, we all always lack a little bit. It's kind of like the steps up to the temple. There, there was one set of steps and there was eight and not this seven. It's a little bit more always to be done more unifying, more gathering together around the throne of mercy that we might continue to be unified. We, we can't ever stop. There's no stopping place there. We never have given a point where we say this is it. We don't have to work at it anymore. But we must work. To enter into rest. And that rest is in the unity of Jesus Christ Himself. In the book of 1 Peter, <clears throat> in the third chapter, I guess we we'll begin in verse eight. There's just been given how the wives and the husbands ought to act toward one another. In verse seven he said, likewise, ye husbands dwell with them according to knowledge giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Finally, finally, be all of one mind, having compassion one for another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil, or railing for railing, but contrariwise contrary blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that you should inherit the blessing. We go back to the 133rd Psalm and we see that this was the blessing. That's where I'll bless man forevermore, life, life. You know what living is? Unity in church. That's living life forevermore. Will it leave you a blessing? In verse ten, he said, "For he that will love life, and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil in his lips, that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil, and do good. That's what we we're just talking about. Jesus Christ went forth to do good. Let him seek peace, and ensue it." For the eyes of the Lord are over them, over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And who is he will harm you if ye be followers of that which is good? But if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye. And yet and be not afraid of their terror, neither neither be troubled, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you the reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Be careful that you don't boast yourself in it. But all righteousness is of God, not of ourselves. In the book of Romans, the 15th chapter, I guess we begin verse 1, we, then that are strong, ought to bear the infirmities of the weak, and not to please ourselves. That every one of us please his neighbor, for his good to edification, for even Christ pleased not himself. But as it is written, the reproaches of them that are reproached, that fell on me. For whatsoever things are written aforetime were written for our learning, that through patience and comfort of the Scripture might have hope. Now, the God of patience and consolation grants you to be like minded, unity, one toward another, according to Christ Jesus, that you may. With one mind and one mouth, glorify God. Even Christ, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore, receive you one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm. The promises made unto the fathers. And that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as it is written. For this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. So now we brought unity one notch further. That included not only the Jew but also the Gentile. That each one would be brought together in one, in one unity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, one. And the brethren made one in Christ Jesus. Back in the 12th chapter... They keep the. Uh, I've had this nose running and stuff for a key while. The doctors keep giving me different things. Maybe we get enough of them. We'll hit on one that works. Maybe. After <laughs> a while, I say practicing medicine, and that's exactly that's exactly what to do. Practice Romans twelve, verse eight. Or he that exhorteth, talking about the gifts, exhorteth on exhortation, and he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence, and he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. Uh, Don't put it out there looking for something to come back. Be without dissimulation. Adhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. What about doing good? We ought to be going about doing good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. In honor, preferring one another. Not slothful in business. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope. Patient in tribulation. Continuing instant in prayer. Pray for the brethren. Distributing to the necessity of the saints giving the hospitality, going about doing good in the unity of the faith. Bless them that persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Once again, be of the same mind, one toward another, Mind not high things. Don't make don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. Look after the other man's things and not your own. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things. But condescend to men of low estate, be not wise in your own conceits, recompense no man evil for evil, provide things honest in the sight of all men, if it be possible, as much as lieth within you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing shall ye heap coals with fire on his head. Be not overcome with evil. But overcome evil with good. We're kind of, it's kind of our duty to God, being of the anointed, that we follow after these things. Lord's always bringing about His people with His word and with the Holy Ghost. That's what our head is. We follow after that. We unify around that. This is our God. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. With one accord, having one head, the author and the finisher of our faith, we look unto Him to do all things. In the book of Isaiah, the 61st chapter. Isaiah 61, I guess in verse 8 where we begin, for the Lord, for I the Lord love judgment. I hate robbery for burnt offering, and I will direct your work in truth, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them, and their seed shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them that they are the seed which the Lord has blessed." I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. I said that that oil went all the way down to the hem of the garment. This is the same covering. Same covering of the Holy Ghost. It must be complete. It must cover our, all of our body. I often think about the Lord having to build the altar and he didn't want any steps made. He wanted it to just go up gradually up to the altar. And the reason being that the the priest's covering would totally cover them, even their feet. It wouldn't show any of their nakedness. This is the same garment that we need that will cover us completely all the way to the ground. Hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with a robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with their jewels. For as the earth bringeth forth her bud, and the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations of a righteous covering. It covers completely. The Lord commanded. That's what it said in the 133rd Psalm. He said, and the Lord commanded the blessing. And it brought forth the Lord Jesus Christ. Commanded the blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. How good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And it's impossible. <coughs> Outside of the mercy of God, this is an impossibility. Man cannot unify a uh, uh, around anything. There's always that strife in our But with God, it is possible Amen. to unify. We pray that he would continue to do that among us. Teach us how we ought to act in church. That it might bring him honor and glory and praise. We ought to always be looking up. To our Savior in the book of Ephesians. And then we'll try to get out of here. <clears throat> Ephesians four chapter. Verse one he said, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech ye that you walk worthy of the vocation wherein you're called. What is our vocation? Main one is serve the Lord. With all, all our heart, mind, and soul. Serve the Lord. Walk worthy of the vocation wherein you are called with all lovingness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There's one body and one Spirit even as you are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through you in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captives and gave gifts unto men. Now that he has ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth, and he that descended is the same? It's the same one also ascended up far above heavens that he might fill all things. That he might bring together the unity of the brethren. That we might all think the same thing as far as Christ is concerned. He said this is our God It's whom we waited for. He has come, and he has brought together that unity in the church. No other body can say that. No other people can say that. What a special, what a special blessing. He has blessed us with life evermore. We live, we live in a unity of the faith, praising our God that he has brought us together, that we can worship and celebrate around the same thing, in the land of milk and honey, a land of plenty, we have plenty, we always, the Lord always provided, he's always provided his own sacrifice,